Hello, everybody, and welcome to Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop culture and media that your girl will drag you through. Uh, I am Matt, and I'm here to help take you through it. I'm here with my co-pilot. Alex, right here, ready and willing. How's everything going in your cockpit, Alex? It is full speed ahead. However, I was about ready to hit the ejector seat halfway through watching this episode. It is nice (laughs) to know that we never have to see Jamie again. Yes. And I know that's harsh. And we can throw Trevor Regardless in there of the as ending, well. that would have been the case, though. Yeah. Because I, I literally, when Chris Harrison went on stage and he said that you are going to tour the country, I'm like, who the hell would buy a ticket to go see Jamie and Trevor? <laughs> Not I mean, me. Literally, who would do that? So I did one thing after the end of this episode, and it was watch or go on Twitter and look at just keywords. I searched in Jamie, listen to your art. Just to be like, are most do most people think like us or are we just crazy? Yeah. Right? We're not crazy. <laughs> There's well, a lot of people that aren't fans. I watched this episode with a friend and I had to stop it and ask her, am I being crazy or are these people really bad? And am I just was, being cruel for hating on this couple? So and much. it was unanimous with the one person that I asked. So... <laughs> So you know it's good. It's good to know. And if you haven't caught on yet, we are, of course, are talking about the finale of The Bachelor Presents. Listen to your heart. Listen to a fart would be more appealing to me at this point in time. Um, I've been waiting all season to say that, so I'm really glad that's out now. Congratulations. And now you have to deal with it just like a fart. So uh, Alex picked the uh, the beer for the day. Yeah, we got the uh, Rizuka Jane. I don't know, is, is it Odd 13? It's Odd 13 Brewing. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I didn't know if it's like fancy for saying Oddy or something. It's Odd 13. Odd 13. Out of Lafayette, Colorado, 6% ABV. And this is a smoothie-style sour ale with raspberries. So it is... I like my sours. It is as fruity as the pancakes at Jamie and uh, Trevor's breakfast buffet on top of their pancakes. Yeah. I wonder if they were set up for success with such a heavy breakfast. Makes you wonder. Well, they weren't practicing, and I liked how they spliced it that way, where <laughs> where they had Bree and Chris practicing while Jamie <laughs> yeah, and for rehearsal Jamie and Trevor were fraternizing, you know, in their robes. Think if you actually think about this, and I know that Bree was all concerned as the episode's going on that they didn't, you know, stay the night together. But think about it. Think about it. Jamie and Trevor set themselves up for failure. Oh yeah, they stayed up all night. We're gonna assume that. Not practicing. Yep. Not good for the vocals. Not good for the energy levels. Then the production crew fattens them up with a huge buffet of pancakes, waffles, sweets, all kinds of stuff. So that also probably isn't exactly the best thing to do. And then the Bree and Chris, who probably got a good night's rest, woke up, did a stage rehearsal beforehand. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. One person practiced their their singing, and one couple got the beatus. So, um, pretty much. And uh, you know, I think that sexual tension adds a good amount of of vibrato to a singing because it's like when you're really like when you really crave your partner, the tension is palpable. Yes. Right. Yeah. And Jewel is a guest, so that's why there will be a lot of Jewel references in this. Yes. Um, you know, I was as confused as Jewel's, to- Jewel's teeth in this episode. <laughs> just because, you know, so they get to Nashville, and uh, there's three couples left. There's a good singing couple, and then there's a, a decent, decent singing decent couple. couple, and then there's... And there's Trevor and Jamie. Trevor and Jamie. And uh, 
I think we talked about this off air, which we have a bad habit of doing. Um, <laughs> but I really think the fix was in with uh, with Rudy and Matt. I think the producer said, "Hey, man, and hey, Rudy, we'll give you money if you get off the show because you're gonna win because you're the most talented group." And you're clearly not into each other, and we're basing this on our couples being in love together. Well, maybe not into each other, but you're not where we need you to be for this to be a quote-unquote success. Yeah. Even though the best thing they probably could have done is actually let them win and let them just continue their relationship together. Yeah, I I, I mean, it's not like... So, like, Matt's like, I'm going to miss you. Like, when he said goodbye to Rudy. Yep. Literally, they could meet two doors down and get a drink and then continue to sing songs yeah. together. Yeah, if if not, if either or mainly Matt, because Rudy's got a phenomenal voice. Matt's Matt's good too. Don't get me wrong. Matt's yeah. great, but he's not the talent level that Rudy is. But together they were pretty freaking awesome. If Matt didn't say, "Give me your email, give me your phone number," again, like I'm making sure we are going to stay together. I'm going to come visit you, and we're going to record some songs together. If he did not do that after the cameras stopped rolling on them, he's yeah. an idiot. Well, because they have they have a shot of making some music together. They really do, and I mean, it's really silly to think that you would walk away from an opportunity to expose yourself in front of millions of people. And True. I think, and it's like you know, like imagine you being in a situation where you work in finance, or you did not anymore, but someone's like, "Hey, I you, retired. I won. You retired. Yeah, I won the finance game. I, <laughs> market analysis. <laughs> I found the one that worked. Um, but it's like imagine being put in a situation where it's like." You're teaming up with her and you are doing charts and financing and you're and you're doing sales or whatever whatever you want to do. You and her are fucking killer at it. Yeah. And you're going to make millions of dollars if you keep this up, but you're not feeling emotional attraction to them. You're like, "You know what? I'm going to hang this up because it's not going to work." It's like, "Hey, you and I do finance really well together. We're making a lot let's of money. Let's make a lot of money. Like, let's together. make a lot of money and let's Let's, let's do this. And I think that Rudy almost had that mindset because mm-hmm. she's like, why? We sing together. We're fine. Like, we, we're not there yet. No big deal. Like, yeah. we sing really well together. We yeah, can... she even said at the point, she's like, look, like, I get it. Like, we're, like, you're not there yet. That's fine. Like, it's she. Yeah. But Matt was really torn up about this. And then, she, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there is maybe something behind the scenes of like, you guys just have to rip the bandaid off and cut this now, at least for the show's sake. We need Jamie to be center stage, and uh, yeah, I, I'm. I just, I, I think, I really think God, it is because there's there would be no reason in my head, and I, at any male's head, where it's like, I sing for a living, and I'm paired and this up ain't with a an girl. Easy industry to make your way into. No, and I'm paired up with a girl that's phenomenal. She's a little psycho. Shades of Psycho, just like Kelsey um, from yeah. Peter season. But hey, if I hook my wagon to her, we could make a lot of money. I can make at least a couple albums and, and make some money. She seems to be on board with it. Yep. Like you wouldn't be like all of a sudden, sorry, I'm not there yet. Yep. Yep. And we're gonna lose it. And, and we're gonna lose to Trevor and Jamie. Yeah. That. Oh my gosh. I don't know. No, you're right. No, you're spot on. Because yeah, any. As as I shouldn't say weird, but as uh, different as artists can be, at the end of the day, they're still entrepreneurs. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like, if you find an opportunity to really make some money, and you're not, you're not, you know, throwing any of your morals or ethics into question, which that would not be the case here. No. You just say, look, we're not there yet, but like, let's go not let's go blow the doors off of this final, win the freaking competition. 
find out actually outside and away from the lights of the cameras if we actually do have something. Yeah. And if not, let's just perform together. Yeah, because they're going to know something. us from this show and we already have name recognition. Yep. Uh, so I, I think the fix is in. I really do. And I think that we've been force-fed Jamie and Trevor this entire time. Yes. That it literally, they thought they were going to lose to Trevor and Jamie because of their emotional connection. Get out of here. I was so afraid once Matt and Rudy left. I was like, they're... Jamie and Trevor are going to flip and win off of a technicality or, or just out of a lack of better options. But thank God, thank God, Chris and Bree were still in it. And it's, and I, I did not, I did not appreciate the producer manipulation. I know they had to create a storyline, but them not doing the fantasy suite was like a nothing burger. Yeah. And they're both on the same page. Yeah. Chris responded by saying, you know, I'm actually really happy because like, no, I agree with you. I wouldn't want you to do something uncomfortable. I don't want to do something I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> I, I'm actually, he even said, I'm actually really relieved that we're both on the same page here. They both didn't want to spend the night together. Yeah, Chris was acting like he was scared of vaginas, though. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> if you look at his nonverbals while he ta- while he talks, yeah, that's what I'm he's saying. He's very non confrontational. Like, I mean, not, he's very timid as a man. He's scared. very timid. Maybe that's a respectful thing, whatever it may be. But it was like he's kind of like, oh, thank God we don't have to have sex. Right now, I want to do it eventually, and she's like, "I want to do it eventually," but um, you know, you, I, I, so I, I was fine with it, and then, but it's like you know, even them, like Bree was like, you know, best case scenario with Chris, we get a home, and we have kids, and we have a private studio in our home, and totally. we go on tour, world tour, totally, sell tons of tickets. I mean, and you know, money's never an issue, and we never fight, and you know what, our kids are perfect. And, and they shit bricks of it, gold. They sh- there's <laughs> so a, they, they make money. They make money from our kids' shit. And, you know, the lighting in our house is perfect, so we always look good. We'll never need plastic surgery. I don't even need makeup anymore. We don't need makeup anymore. I can quit my job hostessing. I All of a sudden, you know what? Chris gains 30 pounds in muscle. And all of a sudden, you know... It like, looks like Denzel. It looks prime. like Denzel. <laughs> and, you know, we sing really well together. And, you know... Life would be perfect. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario, this shit doesn't work. <laughs> like, literally, like, what are you talking about? Best case scenario is everything works out great and my life is perfect. I always wonder if there's, like, this element of, you got the cameras in front of you. I'd be nervous. I mean, obviously, you have to get used to it to some degree if you're doing this for consistent, you know, time period. Yeah. But, like, I would be, I can only imagine being like, oh, my God, they're filming this. Um... Yeah, how do I respond? What would be a best case scenario with Chris? Okay, um, like maybe some of that's just that element because we always like to crack jokes at responses by guys and girls on the Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons, but also like in this now and yeah, maybe it's an element of like they're just put on the spot with the cameras and they look for gold like that. Oh, I, I, a thousand and a thousand percent. But even even Matt Matt was sitting on the couch. He was like, he just told Rudy that he can't move on. She's crying in the bathroom. He's rubbing his beard. And then they change cameras to one, to like a far away by the door. But you still have your eyes on Matt. And he stops rubbing his beard. And he looks at the camera that was just on. And he kind of relaxes a little bit. Looks out to the, the other camera. Realizes on. And he puts his hand back down in his, in his fingers. Like he's like upset again. And it's like. <laughs> okay man like and then I I loved it too like where he's like we're bonded forever through this so I want to officially say to you Alex that if our podcast tanks we're bonded forever for this I thought we were bonded once we started holding hands watching episodes together 
Apparently, uh, you don't uh, feel the same uh, way. You know what? You know, I just want you to know that we're bonded forever if this fails. Um, you know, but I don't know. And then, so... Can, can I make one... I, I want to pose one question Oh, please you. do, yeah. And I didn't talk to you about this one beforehand, which... Fresh material. Yeah. Um, do you think relations would have been better between them had Rudy and him had a better first hangout together on that night one. You mean the jacuzzi? Yeah. If she kissed him? Yeah. Even just, I'm not saying anything further than that, but like he wanted to kiss her. She kind of played the, you know, kind of like hard to get thing. She regretted it the next morning, if you remember that. But I'm wondering. How could I forget this amazing show? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just, I, I, my mind went back to that as soon as they were like, I'm just, he's just like, I'm not there. I was like, I wonder if there might've been something to help that. So I, it's a good question because if you remember, she gave her first rose to Ryan. Yeah. Um, and she did that to spite him. Um, she turned him down and then pretty clear that all of a sudden when the shoe was on the other foot, she scrambled and tried to get him back. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I do think that the initial rejection of him for no reason other than she didn't want to, which she's fully entitled to do, disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it weighed into their relationship. I mean, he seemed forward. like he was pretty into her that first night. Yeah. But and she wasn't I, as psycho as she became. Well, I mean, it was first impressions, right? I mean, yeah. you got the, you know, putting on your best impression as you yes. can, right? But. It made me wonder if he, if he was like, oh, okay. Because then, what was, who was the one girl that he took on that, when he had the date? Mel. Card? Mel. Because then he like shifts. He's like, well, Mel's kind of cute. And like, I'm going to start talking to her. Yeah. And then. Then he took her on the date. And then and Rudy she wasn't like feeling she was, like, it. Rudy. Slighted. Yeah. And I think all of that, those first couple days, or I guess the first couple episodes, I guess, really played into him kind of probably just not being into it. It's like, look, you said no up front. Like you weren't really feeling it. And then as soon as, you know, the cards were all on the table, you wanted, you kind of, like you said, you kind of came back to me in a, in a, in a, in a frantic mood to make sure, you know, you could stay in this competition. I, I mean, as a man, I'd, I'd be turned off by that. Yeah. And I think though, that I think when he first heard her sing, he was like game over. Like she's fucking great. And yep. I don't know why I cursed just there, but I did. Um, and uh, I think that that he saw Paul her McGregor as, be like it's Fukin, <laughs> Fukin. Yeah, it's uh, I I uh, I think that he recognized that he could go far with her, and I think that he was right in that. I never believed it for Matt and them. I think that she was into him because she, I think she tried to force feed love into this scenario. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you can't make cookies without flour, and we can't win this show without showing that we're in love. So mm-hmm. tell me you love me. Tell me now. Tell me you love me. Well, I think there's also that natural element of we all want what we can't get. And I think there is an element. I, I, I think the she, she might have been either like not interested in him or playing a game. Matt took that as initially, and probably because there were plenty of other women at the house at the time, goes, all right, well, look elsewhere. Well, she slapped him. That's true. She did. And I told in the last podcast that we said she loves to grab his jawline and Matthew. belittle when he's saying things Matthew. she calls him math yeah she did yeah. things that i'm like 
you're not really you're kind of emasculating him in a lot of ways. Yeah. So. Well, had they known that you don't have to sing at all to go to the finals. Yeah. You just have to rub your I mean, your partner's dear Lord, face. I'll, yeah, I'll freaking go on that show next season and wear low cut dresses, and you get all the way to the finals. Yeah. You know, no one ever flaunted their body. Except I mean, for they, her. You know, like I mean, Jamie with a low with a, yeah with a low cut. I mean, everyone else has been relatively conservative on top of that. Um, Slash like normal. Yeah. Like so, I don't know. I'm off the deep end, <laughs> searching for something. I mean, yeah, but be this was for a finale. This is a very boring finale, and that's that's the other thing that I think there are a lot of people that were like, are very happy to see this series done. I think there are a lot of people that are hoping that there is not more. Yeah, there's. It's funny because they they kept saying like your winner of the first you know the first season of listen to your heart and everybody's like and hopefully the last <laughs> hopefully I never have to experience this again well it's interesting because the only thing I didn't so we'll get off Matt and Rudy because they were kind of they left the episode like halfway through yeah the only way that the only thing I didn't like about Matt is that when he told everyone that they were leaving he said we weren't able to get there we you know decided not to do this you should man up and be like I wasn't able to get there mm. and I've seen a lot of people with backlash online saying, let Rudy sing by herself, you know, like, which I agree with. But um, he said we instead of I, um, which bothered me. And then I also didn't like how they recycled every single Jamie cliche. I'm just a girl in my bedroom singing songs that I thought no one would ever hear. Every boyfriend I've ever had has cheated on me. It's like, uh, yeah, stop trying to. She wasn't. It's like they. It's like they tried really hard to turn her into a lovable character, and nobody likes her. Like she yes. was. Like she's not a bad person. No, she's not a bad person. She's a twenty-one-year-old girl. And I think that's what got on everybody's nerves. Yeah, is they're just like. I wonder if the producers watching this show were like, were they totally going for that, or was it like, oh, public doesn't really care for this girl. Oops, too bad we carried her along to the finals. No, I think that they. I think that they thought that everyone would glob on to the fact that she was a scared girl in her bedroom that never thought she would be on stage, but that got tired well, and they, they once really, she opened her mouth and we heard her sing. And they really played her development, her character. Like she, like she, I felt like there was no out development. Of, out of any Bachelor or Bachelorette series, I've never seen a character arc been, like, being like built around her. Redemptive? Almost. Well, just like, I mean, think about all the times that Chris was like, even said at the very end, he's like, you know, I remember like just the very beginning of this, like you were afraid to even come on stage. And like, now you're this confident, like they really made this whole character arc progression. It's almost present. like the, it's like the reluctant hero, uh, queer character. Yeah. Arc. Like, but that's what they, they built this story around her. And it's just like, she's not that redeemable of a character. Yeah. She just wasn't. And I think that's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping, I should say I'm hoping, but like, I, if that's what they're going for, it fell flat. And, and it, Luckily, again, like we're not alone in thinking that. Yeah, and I, I like too how you know, like Jamie agrees to the fantasy suite, and then they cut to Trevor's one-on-one conversation. He's like, "I'm not holding back." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that is innuendo if I've ever heard it before." <laughs> you know, like, what are you not holding back on, bro? Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, what what the <laughs> hell was Jamie doing when she was going to kiss Trevor? And all of a sudden, she was like, like she went into her singing. Oh yeah, what the hell was that? No, yeah, yeah. When she's like leaning over him, yeah, yeah they're in the they're in the limousine. They're in the limousine. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. No, I, all right. I'm glad you noticed because I noticed that too, and I was like, 
I was I, I was kind of laughing at that point because you could see Trevor kind of wince and he's just kind of like probably because she's doing that right in front of his freaking face. Yes, as they were trying, as he was expecting a kiss to be happen, <laughs> and then yeah, and then before she was like, I'm gonna move the mic away from my mouth, but before she started singing, she's like. Her warm-ups, her vocal warm-ups or whatever. Like she has more range in her lip blowing than she actually does singing. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, well, and I, I, I hate being this mean, but I just got... Well, I, I feel like... I think Jamie... I, I feel like I finally coined Jamie when I finally heard her sing again. She is... She, she is For me, she's the equivalent of a crooner. Like like Frank Sinatra, like like the Rat Pack. Like She is the, a crooner that never quite hits the note that she was trying to go for. Oh, yeah. By the time she has to hit her next note. So it's always like a it's like a, a rising, it's crescendoing to the note she's supposed to hit. Yeah. But it still falls flat and then she hits the next note. And you're like, I think that's what always bothered me about her. I'm like, why does it fa- why does it feel like she's always trying to arrive to her note? But she never does. Yeah. As she's singing. And then she always does, she does that weird drop off thing that drives me nuts. She's like, <laughs> oh and I'm like, wait, that's not attractive. Like I <laughs> I, I, I mean, I felt that Jewel's comments for Brie were harsh because she said nothing about Jamie. Like, uh, I'm like, nobody's going to, like, I just don't. And I, I wonder if you recognize certain people can take criticism, some people can't. But Jewel was ruthless with Brie. She's like, your face had all the energy, but your body was dead. She said her legs were dead. I know. You can't move because you can't move your legs. You are dead to me. And, and I, I was dead, dead to you. <laughs> I like Jewel. I love singing. <laughs> and then what the, what the fuck was Tay Diggs doing there? He got he helped Stella get his gro- groove back. <laughs> but I mean, he felt like I felt like he was the most knowledgeable judge out of all of them. If you and he's like, I'd pay money to see you. I, I yeah. I that's mean, like that's that's, that's all that's all the bachelor needed to hear. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Hey, if anybody looked like they were actually paying attention. To them performing, it was him though. Oh you yeah. Ever showed him like, everybody's like hopping around. Like you're not supposed to actually be enjoying this necessarily. You're supposed to be like evaluating. Yeah, he's like you lean too heavily on each other. Like you never actually. And he he all right. So he said something to and, and, and all right. This is about Jamie and Trevor. And again, to give them some a fair shake, he did criticize about them leaning on each other. Yeah. And he mentioned that they look like they were too dependent on each other because they were showing too much emotion. I'm like, this is such a freaking catch 22. If you, if you're too independent, you're not in love. Yeah. It doesn't show. Yeah. You show too much love. And then it's like, well, you're not independent enough. Like where do you, and that, that's, I think that's the frustrating part about this whole show is like, how do you show love and actually make a good performance at the same time? I mean, well, you're talk about a tightrope. You're a married man though. I'm a formerly married man. Independence is important for a relationship to survive. Codependency yes. is not a good thing. And Jamie never looked at the crowd once. And she even said going into it, last time we were on stage, I didn't look at the judges. I didn't look at the crowd. And I was just looking at you the entire time. And I was rubbing that mustard off your cheek. Seven, eight, face, eight rub. times Seven face rubs this past performance. Surprised he didn't have a raw spot on his beard. I'm he might he, he might rub away his beard. Well, there was a part time where he switched spots with her on stage. I thought he tried to like switch cheeks, babe. Rug burn. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but you know, like Rita Wilson was there pre Corona COVID 19. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which I didn't know that she made music. I didn't know that she produced music. Did well, you if, know you, that? if you Google her, that says actress. 
So, which that's how I always knew her. I didn't know she like, but somebody, I think it was Jamie. She was like, oh man, like she's made so much music. I'm like, huh? She, she got the slashy award. Actress, <laughs> actress slash, slash singer. <laughs> Not the other way around. Um, <laughs> I want to thank the Academy. <laughs> uh, so, um, anyway, yeah. So, uh, what a good you googly. So, but but they also built up this unnecessary tension with Bree and Chris when they're rehearsing. It's like you're going to mess up when you're like trying to learn a song. That's and how what to a sing. stage rehearsal's for is figuring yeah. out how to perform the song. And then song. that guy comes. It's like you're not being connected. There's someone in his ear saying like, "Say this," and get in their heads. And I thought they absolutely killed it. To be they honest did. with you, but I, I they made Bree go. They made Bree seem to go in complete bitch mode. In that rehearsal, and well, even even when they were in the limousine on the way over to the the venue, she looked like she was like over this. I was yeah, like, wow. And you're like, and oh, she's not like that. Like, what changed? Never- it wasn't her character at all. So I feel like they had to be editing because they went on stage and they acted like nothing was wrong. Yeah. Um, no, they, they heck, they were even enjoying each other's company while they were watching Jamie and Trevor go. Probably because yeah. they knew they were gonna destroy them. <laughs> So I, yeah, I think they knew like, they're like, man, this is actually not that good. Like, we got this. They're great. We, 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 they're doing so great. It's, it's the bless, bless your soul. And so bless your soul. I'll give the devil it's due. Jamie was better mm-hmm. in the second song. Correct. In the beginning. Correct. Because she was actually ranging herself. And she's hitting her notes in the second song. she was hitting her notes. And then it completely went awry in the chorus. But I, I have to give credit to I said she had one tone last week, and I still stand by it. But she actually did she very well hitting the range on the first part yeah. of the song. So, and I still maintain she could not hit her tempo in the first song either. No, there were times she where was she was singing she was too off. fast, and there were well, times that's why she, she has to like drop slow. off because she's so behind on the tempo. But one of the things that made me laugh though is that they, the Bachelor, has the same clapping audience cheer track. So anytime that there's an after the final rose. Like the, the first, like whoa, like exuberance, and this one there they played it twice in a row. And Chris Harris is like, "Thank you for the energy," and it's like a smattering of applauses mm-hmm. when they don't use the actual laugh track, no, not laugh track, but clap track. clap track. Yeah, but it's just a smattering. Thank you for the energy. Clap, 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 clap. Like whoa, like that. watch it anytime you watch a Bachelor show. They use the same clap. I never picked up on that. Yeah, it, like well, it was a cla- apparent. Clap track. It was apparent because he said, "Thank you for the energy," and that's typically when audiences pick it up they don't go into like a smattering of applause but <laughs> the golf do, clap like that yeah what do i know i'm just a doctor um <laughs> and it was weird too jamie made trevor hit all the high notes <laughs> yeah did you notice that well well part of it because once again they essentially did karaoke again there yeah. wasn't a whole lot of differentiation in the song style nothing and in that first song, the male guy, the male, sing, I forget what song, what was that first song they sang? Um, I can't even remember. Uh, it's the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, it's like, I need your love. That one, right? That was the first song they sang. Keep going. I'm not sure yet. Keep going. Ooh, so, oh, uh, so much. It's from uh, Ghost. Oh, my right? darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. that in that in that song, the male does have that high, he hits that high note. Well, it's all males. Well, I know it's righteous. By brothers, the righteous brothers. Yeah. Am I thinking the right song they were singing? I don't know. Regardless. Yeah. 
Yahoo! But I, so I guess I guess it is a fair statement to say like why didn't she take that one off his hands? Yeah, <laughs> he hit three high notes in the song. Yeah, like take one of them. Yeah, because it's not like it's a I was gonna say mother son duet. It's not a male female duet. So like you can no. take anyone you want. Um, but so end of the day, Bree and Chris get the they get the vote. They do. They, they win, win the show. They've produced an album already post Corona. Thank goodness they won. They, uh, so let's talk about Stones. Or, or how, wait, where are we on time? We got some time? Uh, we got two minutes. Um, I want to talk about the people in backpacks running, though. I, when Chris you mean and, the fire drill in the yeah, lobby? When Chris, when Chris and Bree came out after they won and they started spinning around in the lobby, there was five guys in backpacks just sprinting. <laughs> And I couldn't. I didn't understand what was going on. They, they were film crew guys that didn't get the text message in time. And, and literally, I was Don't. dying. And then they went from that to her being barefoot outside in the rain, which also Disgusting. drove me nuts. Yep. I understand if she's wearing heels, and then uh, yes. maybe not. But it was raining. It was wet. It was a chaotic ending. They literally ran up the aisle, giving everyone Corona as they <laughs> high fived everyone on their way out. And then they, they must have given it to Rita Wilson. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh mystery is so right now. Poor Australia Tom, got a bad rap. Get on that, yeah. dude. Come on, man. Earn this. Um, that's a saving private Ryan quote. Um, anyway, so they won. Uh, they spread Rona around the world. Maybe the people in the backpacks were running away from the Rona. Maybe they knew. Yeah. <laughs> what if she picked it up with her bare feet oh, no. in the rainy in the rainy steps in front of the lobby? Wow, I think that we just, just solved the mystery. Free spread Rona. Well, you heard it here first, people. Now let's get to Stones ratings. Yes. So we have two Stones ratings to give. Episode naturally. And... Hey, don't get in my way. No, no, I don't. Two no, no, no. Stones to give naturally. Yeah, but we have two Stones ratings because it's the season finale. We have an and episode a scale in a series <laughs> and a media scale, and we each have two Stones to give naturally. Two stones means you enjoyed the episode or series, and zero stones means that an act of castration is preferable to watching Jamie sing all the time. Now, Alex, let's get to what the people want. Where does this fall on the meaty scale? <laughs> Not very meaty. This is a... Uh, this, this is a cocktail weenie? This is like a California club. This is like... Oh. Yeah, this is turkey with some guacamole and lettuce and tomato. This, is, this isn't an Italian. Both delicious, but not as meaty. Okay, not super meaty. Not super meaty this it's episode. A California club on the meaty scale, but how many stones do you give this episode? One. I give it one because Jamie and Trevor didn't win. Yeah. And I... Here's why. Had Jamie, the second Chris Harrison mentioned Jamie and Trevor, if that was the case, I literally would have turned it off and I would have retroactively pulled all of my stones ratings for this entire series and given them all zeros. And I would have redacted all of my whatever redacted stones. Redacted the I gave stones. Those. Yeah. So for that reason, it gets one stone alone. Okay. Um, but it was for a finale. It wasn't that finale esque. No. Was just, okay. Cool. There wasn't like the stakes weren't high. No. Like there wasn't anything really on the line. No. I mean, other than our own personal passions of praying to God that Jamie and Trevor didn't win, but outside did, of that. It did deliver on that. So I'm going to give it no stones. And the reason why I give it no stones is that they tried to jam too many bachelor themes into this finale. 
with the fantasy suite, with the final rose. And Chris with, said, listen to your heart 18 times. Yes, he tried to squeeze that in so many times. <laughs> and they have judges in there that don't like Kristen, or not Kristen. Caitlin. Caitlin and Jason. Yeah. Uh, okay. That didn't really make sense. And then I felt like everything was super forced. The dinners were like literally back rooms in the hotel that they were staying at. And they still didn't eat them. Oh, they that didn't steak looked bite. so good. Yeah. It had butter on it. And then it was over like, it looked like it was over like stroganoff. Yeah. I digress. That's mashed potatoes. Um, yeah. Uh, so Scallop zero thing. stones for the episode. So that's one stone. one stone for the episode. Now, what about the series overall? Would yeah, what's you... the average? I mean, I guess we could do the average, but if I were to do the series overall, it'd be like... A... All I know is that the first episode we liked, mm-hmm. the second episode we liked, and then everything past then was a precipitous drop. I'll say this much. I think we're partly guilty of having very, very, very low expectations. And I said that what was it very three times? Yes. So when really it was a very very low expectation type of show. I think the first two episodes was like ah oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, and then as it kept going like nah, yeah but it's still not not meaty. Yeah, not meaty. You heard <laughs> yeah. So I, I I remember us saying like it, the first episode blew our expectations out of the water because yeah. we were both begrudgingly watching this episode and it was way more fun than we were expecting it to be. Yeah. So series overall, what do you give it? I feel like zero stones would be way too harsh, but one stones like I don't really earned that. I know, I, right? I, I'm in the same boat. Like zero stones is harsh. This is one stone we, is too many. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is where I wish like like we did like we didn't create that that the ironclad no rule of no halvesies because I'd yeah. be like it's like a half stone. But I how about this? How about this? One of us do because zero. It, one of us do one. <laughs> how's that? Yeah. that, that All right, we, so we'll trade places. I'm gonna give it zero stones because you gave the episode zero stones. Okay. So I'll give it I'll give it one stone. It gets one series. stone as a series. Yeah, it's bad. Folks. Teamwork. It is bad. It's a, an average is still a half stone to each of us. Um and no nips ratings on this on this rating on this show, unfortunately. Um but uh overall this episode was one stone and overall the uh the series was one stone. Yeah. Um I would say I'm looking forward to uh Claire season, but I don't know if they can fill that roster. <laughs> they need. Some, they, I think they hired a whole sales desk. Yeah, <laughs> they're so, making a hundred thousand a day. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll watch the. Uh, the <laughs> it might be the shortest Bachelorette season ever. <laughs> so you got three guys. Yeah. So pick. We're going straight to the fantasy suites. Um, so we'll yeah, maybe forty-eight we'll, hours to get to know each other. Yeah. So. So we'll see what we do next. I know The Bachelor has like the 10 best seasons. Maybe we can figure something out with that. Who knows? Bachelor has the 10 best seasons? Yeah, after next week. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm they're going to condense each each season down to an episode. Oh. So that's their next foray. Because I think Bachelor in Paradise is... Well, they got to go back to the recording tape and be like, uh, we don't have any new content to put out. Yeah, this is like the 30 for 30 Bachelor edition. <laughs> Nobody wants to date Claire. <laughs> Um, Something tells me they probably would have had a couple weeks of Claire, wouldn't they have? I guess not. They would have really just started filming. I think that they had a couple weeks in, and then one guy started to spill like details, and then he, because there was that Twitter spat. That's right, and she went like hog wild on that dude. Yeah, his name is Matt. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> um, but... We have a fun show coming up for you this weekend. Uh, great guest. So look out for that. 
Mystery guest. Mystery guest. But um, he's worth it. Oh shit! I already said it's a guy. My you. Bad. Oh my gosh! It could be fifty percent of the world. Um, and uh, we also have the Tiger King finale to bring to you guys. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram at R O Stones Guys with an S. With an S. And uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, like, all that stuff. Don't rate. be a stranger. Yeah. Share the wealth. And if you ever want to be on the show, hit us up because we'll we'll put you on. We're like yeah. Claire. We're desperate for for followers and guest listeners. Please guest love speakers. me, <laughs> love me. It's like that scene. We're looking Bruce for Almighty. eligible partners to yeah. join our podcast. Romancing our stones is searching for eligible people <laughs> to come on and talk about stuff. Uh, anyway, take it easy, people. Stay, Stay safe. safe out there. Stay healthy, and do not lick toilet seats on airplanes. And flirt with that six feet apart thing. Mm. Maybe do a five and three quarters. So say flirt. I'm a flirt. <laughs> <laughs>